Hello and welcome to TV Time Machine, the show where playing with time is literally a roll of the dice. I'm one of your hosts, Nick, the yabba dabba doing it right. <laughs> and today we are covering Flintstone's Christmas Carol, and who else is with me today? Um, I'm Kaz, and... Well, actually, we're not just ca- covering the Flintstones Christmas, Christmas Carol, we're also a Jetson Christmas Carol. That's right, we go to the past and the future. Exactly. So, I'm Kaz, and <laughs> it's gonna be a, a cheery Christmas. <laughs> I'm Dan, and, uh, eh, it's a living. And I'm Joss, and, uh... I'll take that too. That's not real saber tooth, is it? <laughs> it's an endangered species. <laughs> uh, so this month we are covering Christmas carols. So uh, the Christmas Carol is the basically the various forms by Charles Dickens it was an 1843 novella uh, that was produced. Seemingly by accident, just basically because he needed food. He needed yeah. money. Yeah. And so they said, we need a Christmas story. His publisher said, we need a Christmas story. And he yeah. went, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, we need a Christmas story. You have a pressing need to eat every day. You know, let's, let's do work, this. Let's work something out. And it turned out to be one of his most famous uh, famous stories. Yeah. <laughs> really something that you just shit out. Just mm-hmm. kind of, oh, okay, let's, oh, right. It's like the Gangnam style yeah. of, uh, of Charles Dickens. <laughs> Oh, Cy. Cy hates that song. I know he does. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The song was made as a as a dig on the Korean music industry. Like uh-huh. he was just making fun of everyone. And, and he wasn't it, expecting it to be this it, yeah. explode like it did. Isn't that how it always goes? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Let me guess. The thing that every artist of every kind works super hard on is the thing that's going to be forgotten and reviled the most, oh, probably. Absolutely. Usually. Mm-hmm. But the thing you shit out, yeah, that's, that's... Because it's catchy. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Yeah, that one thing you don't even try on, you're like, oh. Oh. Okay, it works. Oh, right. Damn yeah. it. I think Beck actually did that with that song, Loser. Yep. Oh god, he, my theme song. Yeah, he despises that one too because How he about just, I like big butts. Yeah. No, that one was actually tried because that one was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but didn't yeah. he hate that one? Yeah, well he hated it after a while because that's all he was known for. He's like, I have other music. It's like the guy Sir who uh, yeah. yeah, the guy who sings Don't Worry Be Happy. He flat out Bobby refuses he refuses yeah. to ever sing that song yeah. again. Yeah. 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 You know, so, yeah. I, I I dare you to name something else he did. Nope. No. There you go. And he's a music teacher. I know I know what he does. But I have no idea any of his other music. Yeah. No, but he uh Beck was the one that was really funny. It was kinda like Charles Dick Charles Dickens in a way, because he went and visited three separate record labels and they all said like his like he had a really like hard, like very punkish you know, music that he was trying to do mm-hmm. and they all said like he was too mean. <laughs> this was before, him? yeah, Beck? yeah. He was too mean, so it was like he was trying was to be able to. Beck? Yeah, he was trying to get. Yeah, I know, right? So he was trying to get. So finally, the last one, he just grabbed his guitar and just riffed and started just. No, oh, we can't do this. So he riffed the loser, and just uh, you know, out, out of nowhere, just, just did that, and they're, and they're like, "Yeah, we really like that. Okay, we'll sign you." And he went, "Shit." Yes. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the first time that that song ended up on the retro lunch. I felt I was really in old. college, and I it was I felt so old. Mm. Yeah. It's like Green Day's Basket Case when oh. I heard that on Classic Rock, and I started to cry. Oh, God, that <laughs> hurts my soul. Yeah, I started to cry when I heard that one. I was like, that was the first CD I ever bought. It was in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, yeah, that wasn't far off either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was basket case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, basket case on Dookie. Dookie. Yeah. yeah, I had I had that on cassette. Yeah, because I did. I wasn't rich enough for a CD player. No, I had a cassette player, and I wore that tape out. Yeah, it was a really good album. Having a blast is it one was. of my favorite songs. Yeah, it was. It was so, a really good album. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we actually watched a cartoon this time. Yeah. Two cartoons. Two cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, so for uh, all our listeners abroad, um, if you're not familiar with this, it's the kind of story that we all, we all here in America know. Like, very, very well. And it's 
TV shows that are on long enough tend to do an episode about it. Yeah. It's, it's under TV tropes. Uh, not it's kind of a no, thing. No. Yeah. Yet Very another, much on TV tropes. <laughs> yes, yet another Christmas Carol is your trope here. Yep. And that's pretty much what we were, well, that is what we were exploring yeah. all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Various forms of it, I think. Um, so it's kind of a hybrid yeah. movie theater time machine, TV, TV time machine, because yeah. you, you can't just uh, skip over all those TV specials and just do nah. straight movies. See, you know you go crazy. Christmas Carol. I know it way very. Well. I know it very well. I know the Disney Christmas Mickey Mouse's Christmas Carol very very well. Okay. With, I don't think I've ever seen that. One. Scrooge McDuck is Scrooge and Mickey is. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure that's where he came from. Right, but Mickey is uh, as Cratchit. Yeah, that's the one oh. I know. Like Ooh. very, su- I, that's the one I know very well. So that's the one that springs to my mind. So I had never seen this one. Yeah. Meanwhile, watching this one, when uh, when you get uh, uh, Jacob Marley pop up, I just started in my head. I just started singing the Marley and Marley song from <laughs> the Muppet Christmas Carol, <laughs> which is a really creepy song when you think about it. But we'll we'll cover that possibly later. It's <laughs> not. It's, that wasn't in this one. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, we haven't we didn't have any previews this week. We were kind of scrambling to figure out what to do what with all these yeah. all these many many Christmas carols. And the basis of a Christmas carol basically is you have Scrooge. He's rich. A, He's yeah. a dick. You have yeah. Ebony's or Scrooge. Yeah. Oh God, rock puns. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. Hey, is there somebody somewhere named Co- Coprolite? Somewhere in this universe. I mean, probably. That would be hilarious. <laughs> he's very rich. He's a you know he's a, his this character is synonymous with a grumpy old man yes. who is the Scrooge who just does not donate, hates everybody, makes somebody work on Christmas. Says about humbug a lot. Yeah, because you know it's uh, one of the great lines here uh, friend in this version is that it's a, a new way to screw over the businessman. Mm-hmm. Is Christmas. And you know it's he's visited by his former business partner, and uh, who was dead Ooh. for seven years, and then visited by three separate ghosts: the ghost of Christmas past, ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future. And they kind of did this one a little bit backwards, I think, because uh, the ghost of Christmas future wasn't as scary as it should have been. No. Which, which one are we talking about? Um, the Ghost of Christmas, I think it was present. Was we're talking the Flintstones. The Flintstones yeah. one. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do that, Flintstones first. Yeah, the, the Flintstones one. It, I think it was the Ghost of Christmas present that was actually a bit more... Uh, he was menacing, but not scary. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like he had that whole just like, stop being a dickbag, Scrooge. Yeah. Which, and usually the one that gets you is supposed to be Future. Future mm. is the one who's supposed to be like yeah. super creepy and scary. And had a, a suspicious dinosaur tail. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I, I think I know who's under that sheet. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think, you're, I think you're right because it, like, it relied very heavily on Fred being scared to death. Yes. Mm-hmm. That point and that's a that's much more of a visual one right earlier there's um there's one that i saw and i like i hope we get to it but i do remember seeing it is when we looked at the list is with the one in the 70s where henry winkler played scrooge oh jeez i think i've I, seen it yeah Yeah, and i saw it and that that one i remember actually scaring the piss out of me yeah it yeah, and it's just it's it's a really really unique one. Plus, I do have. What was a, the Ghost of Future of the Christmas Future some kind of real estate commercial? <laughs> I just, if it makes you feel any better, or uh, some reverse mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Makes that. you feel any better? A whole bunch of nerds freaked out Henry Winkler yeah. at one point. Well, yeah, I was I, there. I, it was yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> I I do have a life goal of meeting Henry Winkler before he does. You do? Yes. Why didn't you tell me about I this? What other secrets do you got? I saw the I man. I talked to you about this a lot. I saw the man. Yeah. I watched him walk into a hotel, get freaked out, and walked out. Oh. Yeah, That's, it was great. He walked into a hotel Random. that was, ho- it was hosting, okay. an- it was, was it Anime Boston? I went to uh, Anime, I was in Anime Boston 2014. Yeah, yeah he walked into the Sheridan in Boston, saw a bunch of cosplayers, got freaked out, turned around, and left. It was the most hysterical thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Because I was I was actually miserable. I was sitting there. I was in a bad mood. I was sitting waiting for him to come downstairs, and I'm in the lobby. I'm near the uh, the check-in people. Mm. And, I know I know where they are. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And 
there's all these kids and everything running around in costume and I'm wearing my badge and I'm literally just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt like yeah. I'm not dressed up at all and I watched him walk in and I recognized him immediately because yeah. honestly who doesn't recognize the fonts right so yes. you know I recognized him I'm like huh okay and he just kind of stopped where he was looked around and then really like about faced and walked right back out and I just died laughing. <laughs> it made my day. I was just like, okay, you freaked out Henry Winkler. Good on you people. Good on you. The first the first time I ever went to Anime Boston, this was before her and I were together. Yeah. First year we went, they were holding Anime Boston at the same time as this massive like mega church group yeah. was oh there. God. So we had <laughs> No pun intended. Yeah, we had all of these televangelists, <laughs> like mega church people walking around in suits giving the stink eye to a bunch of like Inuyasha cosplayers who were giving them the stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we were we were cohabitating elevators and just being like off in the corners just giving each other the side eye like what are you doing? <laughs> well, that was part of the best part about going to Anime Boston back then because the normies? because of where it was it was connected to the mall yeah. so we would all go for food and yeah. of course if you're hanging out with a bunch of cosplayers yeah. every other cosplayer is also getting food in the food court but then you have all the regular people who are shopping <laughs> who, are who really have no idea what the hell is going really on really confused why there's a cactuar in line at the Cadoba. <laughs> or, or there's a girl in a bikini and high heels like with all this yep. face paint all over her, standing next to a dude in a suit who's just looking at her like what the fuck did I just walk into it was great it's not like that anymore but it was great while it lasted are you, are you thinking the, that character from Girl in the God yeah name? The girl, I, can't I can't remember her name something either with but, it, something with a Y yeah we can I think we could break down these yeah. um, Christmas Carol parodies or homages or whatever into um, ones that are framed by the characters are in a play of the Christmas Carol <laughs> yeah. or ones where they fall asleep or yeah. something. Yeah, supposedly in a play. Well the, yeah. the okay, the Flintstones got kinda confusing. Oh, by the way, we should probably mention this is nineteen ninety four. Yes. 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 And <laughs> he was complaining yes. the whole time. Yes, okay. <laughs> it bothered me. Despite the fact that everybody has a tablet. They're just stone tablets. Get it? <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Now, what bugged me about this one is okay. I used to watch the Flintstones because it was just something that came on. Mm -hmm. The original yep, Flintstones from the original... Yeah. It was yeah. Hanna-Barbera, which yeah. meant they had three frames of animation, <laughs> the backgrounds constantly repeated, and they barely moved, and they continually reused animation. Yeah. Okay? This was 90s kids' cartoon era animation, <laughs> so it was... It was well, wasn't shitty enough? No, no, it was... Okay. Kinda. It was shitty, but not shitty enough, but too shitty. If that makes sense, it had the he kind was of frenetic. He was complaining that it wasn't it wasn't old school, but it was still crap. It had the fr frenetic. Everybody's always moving. No one can. No one stands still. Whereas the original fr Flintstones, it was just like everyone was stock still and just their mouth was moving. It was damn near. Um, what, what do they call? Ah, uh, shit. What do they call that animation style? With, Limited. Um, yeah. No, it's just literally like a human mouth on the cartoon. Oh. Um, shit, what was that called? Oh, like, um... Uh, I'll figure Like out. Speed Racer? A little, like no, Speed no, no, Racer, like where that. the only thing that's moving is the mouth because uh -huh. it's because animation is hard. Yeah. But yeah. This I thought was, it was limited Everything animation. was, like, moving almost too much. It was not quite Ren and Stimpy, but it was that kind of frenetic, everything's moving sort of thing that just I didn't see your point. sit right. I see he your point. He was so unhappy. Everyone's just constantly like, moving. Even if they're like, not talking, they're right. just doing something with their hands. Like, or they're properly animated? <laughs> but not properly enough. It was stilted and weird. Uh, I, it's been a while since I've seen the Flintstones. No, okay, so like, I, like I, I was sitting there and I'm just kind of like squirming like, this doesn't feel right. I just, I was, I, he's oh. sitting there and he complained about that and then when we watched the Jetsons, which the Jetsons is an older one, yeah. he's complaining that the animation was too stilted. I'm like, you can't make up your damn well, not, mind! Not that it was too stilted. It was, this is the same issue that the entire show had. Everything is moving wild walkways because animation is, is, is expensive. Mm -hmm. this, this is hard to do, so nobody moves. It's right. still just like, what, what do you... 
you're complaining about one going too fast, and then you're complaining about the other one not moving at all. Right. I, I am a difficult to please little <laughs> snowflake. Okay. Was this originally a movie or a special? It was an hour. I'm pretty sure it was over an hour I think long. It was, it was a special, a like special. straight to video, maybe. Yeah. Like, did do, do you? Did anybody else see? I mentioned to him. Um, the Flintstones in the 90s came out with a lot of these, like, special movies. And they had yeah. Flintstones kids and there stuff. There was Flintstone, the mo- one of the movies is Pebbles and Bam Bam's Wedding. Yep. yep. And another one was Pebbles actually gives birth to twins. I saw at that. At one of them. It's like, yeah. they started doing these yeah. specials in the 90s. Yeah. Oh. So I think that's, like, this was one of those. Because Bam Bam talks. Yeah. He shouldn't be talking. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to... That's what Bob was saying. Like, what the I was hell? Like, bam Bam only says, was Bam a... Bam. Yeah. He's like a Pokemon. Yeah, and, Pe- <laughs> yeah. and Pebbles was having a full conversation, too. And we're yeah. like, are they talking? Like, wait, like, what? what? Because they're like, toddlers now. They're not yeah. babies yeah. anymore. Maybe, the, right. maybe that's to joke with Bam Bam why he was only saying his one line from the play. Yeah. And then he doesn't even God, get to say it. That's us. Everyone, uh, except Fred. Yeah. Except Fred. So indeed. Fred is all up his own ass because oh. he gets to be Ebonezer Scrooge yeah. in okay, the play. Now, now, Fred Flintstone is normally kind of a dick. In this one, it was extra bad. He was yeah. so far up his up his ass, he was at, at risk of becoming a neutron star, just kind of like collapsing <laughs> in on himself. He forgot Pebbles at daycare. Yeah, I think, <laughs> like, at that time, like, you had, like... You had Al Bundy and Homer Simpson yeah. were like the, the like well quintessential TV the, dads. the TV dads that were like basically dicks. Yeah, all right. You know you're like well Homer more than Al. Al was just kind of just angry. And at yes. the end of it, Al ended up being the better father. Yeah, go huh? go figure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, he did. So it was very cartoony. So I think like even like the. The Simpson type, like, you know, mm-hmm. where they like Homer being like, you know, where angry is funny. Right. I think, you know, they, they played like <coughs> that at that time. That's probably why they did it, so people would pay attention. Also, I believe yeah. the character is, was based off, like, the Honeymooners. Yeah. So, it was based, Fred, yes. yeah. Yeah. So, it was based on Ralph Cramden. Right. Yeah. So it's one yeah. of those, it makes sense yeah. that he's kind of pissy all the time. Yeah, but it wasn't as bad in the original Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. It's like, okay, he was grumpy because he had a long day at work. Right. Like, mm-hmm. He was grumpy because he, he the, was he was hungry. Like, but right. then he got to slide down a dinosaur's tail at the end of the Whee! day. And that's like, how can you not be happy after that? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that's why he ran home, too. Are they, like, choking those damn dinosaurs? Pretty much. Yeah. To make them work? Ah. Yeah. And actually, interesting, too, as we're talking about the new and the old, there is uh, one of the people who plays in this is Gene Vanderpile, who is the one person to play Wilma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the, the beginning original. onward, yep. and you can clearly tell it's the original Wilma. Yes. I don't know about yep. you guys, but How? We she seen sounded it. Her clearly older. Yeah, her yes. voice is definitely yeah. aged. Yeah. yeah, they're clearly How did older. You last watched the Flintstones. Besides this, I've watched the Flintstones almost all my life. But I mean, yeah, and then there were the Fruity Pebbles commercials. Yeah. Barney! Yeah. yeah, who's the real dick? It's Barney stealing the goddamn pebbles on Christmas. <laughs> well, Fred kind of deserved it, too. Because, yeah. you know, Fred's a dick nozzle, what, too. When are the three ghosts going to visit Barney? Make They're him not, because s- Barney's a decent guy and went and picked up pebbles. Barney's just not bright. He's not no. a bad guy. Maybe he mistook her for a box of fruity pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barney's dull, but he's a good dude. Yeah, he's, Barney's yeah. not a bad person. Did, no. just, did they he's just not bright. He was voiced by Frank Welker. Yeah. Hi, Frank. <laughs> do they still run those fruity pebble commercials? Yes. I haven't seen I them in a long time, do. so I don't oh. know. I saw one at the doctor's office oh yesterday. Oh my god! So I know the Cookie Crisp commercials have gotten have gotten way different. It's no yeah. longer the, the crook and the dog. And yeah, the those are not real. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, those are not the real ones. Nope. For our international listeners, um, the Fruity Pebbles commercial where Barney disguises himself as Santa and steals the pebbles is, I don't know, like couple decades old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. And, and yeah. for our international listeners, you are, you are like, deprived when it comes to sugary cereals. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hey, they have Weetabix, though, and Weetabix is a shit. Weetabix is just wheat. Weetabix is delicious. Is it like Chex? No, it's more like shredded wheat, except oh. it's in, like, uh, one big one, one and it's, it's sort of like, not shredded wheat, though, it's, it's more like granola. 
Huh. It's it it breaks up in milk. It's so good. So like, yeah, but we no. have Rice Krispie Street cereal. We we don't have it anymore. They don't make it anymore. I'm very upset about you this. You could make Kellogg's. Rice Listen to me. Yeah, you make make, make my my treat cereal again. You got it. You got it. Listen. Because I know you're listening. I recommend They're making Elf on the Shelf cereal. Now. Did you oh, see I this one? Like, fuck, really? Yes. Yeah. The, hey, the freaking um, what the hell? Urkos was a thing. Urkos oh. was good. Urkos was Urkos was Cheerios. Was it Urkos yeah. or Urkelos? Urkelos. Urkelos. I thought it was Urkelos. Yeah, yeah. And they have that stupid that YouTuber. Stupid kid YouTuber kid now. has his own cereal too. Ryan. Who? You guys is. don't have that many children in your lives. I've not watched. I have a couple of kids in my life and. There's this YouTuber kid named Ryan. And oh, the toy kid. The toy kid. He has his own. I know about this. He has his own fucking cereal. I saw it at Walmart. Should I be glad I don't know what the hell this is? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I be haven't thankful. seen him either. Oh, you I, would I, be very annoyed. Oh God, I'm he's just so aware of him, annoying. and I already want to punch him. You, yeah. Would, you would be I'm, very annoyed. All I'm waiting for is like a blimpy, a blimpy cereal. That Blippy guy. Yeah. Oh, bi- uh, Bippy. Bippy, yeah. Bippy, you got yeah. the the oh, the, yeah. the tie and the hat and yeah. yeah. You like know what I'd be waiting for? PewDiePie. Fuck Aww. that. Fuck that. It tastes, it tastes like Nazi gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Was that too soon? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, PewDiePie cereal. Free in every box. A free N-word. <laughs> oh, my God. If you like PewDiePie, you're a bad person. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. And there's like 65 million people who do. Uh-huh. You're all bad people. <laughs> well, you can subscribe and then just forget about it, too. So, I watched one video of his, and I'm just like, why do people love this? No. He is just shouting. He annoys yeah. the hell out of me. Now, granted, so... I can Mark- shout! It's like, so does Markiplier and so does Jacksepticeye, but at least they're halfway decent people. Yeah. They're lovable morons. Yeah. Can I just say that poor, poor diaper, the sentient diaper pin? Oh, yeah. Oof. It's a living. (laughs) It's an existential uh, crisis is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody had had some real bad karma. Yeah. Uh, You're going to come back as a diaper pin. I'm going to what? (laughs) <laughs> you can't be. <laughs> I did uh, actually take notes on this. No. You did? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, no. I wrote, uh, you poor, poor diaper pin. I just remember the uh, family guy had this bit where they had a uh, pelican and, like, did it. How about episode? the tampon worm? No. Uh, oh. so, uh, Peter uh, Peter trying to find out a whole bunch of new friends and he's in bedrock trying to hang out with Barney yeah. and he, so he gets up pulls his pants up and there's a pelican there and he goes you think you have a crap job oh. <laughs> and he just they literally just did a shit joke oh. and that's all I heard <laughs> there were some great puns in this so are we, there were some really good puns yeah. What like Brickens? Yeah, yeah. Marbly and Craggit. Marbly, yeah. Marbly. Every time there was a rock pun, I like visibly flinched. Yeah, that's great. I love those. I love the puns, man. He's Marbly. Oh, why? <laughs> oh, I disturbed the dog. Sorry. That just reminds me of Family Guy again. Hey, Rock Lois, you want to have rock sex? That's great rock sex we had last night. <laughs> Hey Brian, you wanna get hey Brian, you wanna get out of here? Rock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, are we going scene by scene no, or, or no. what? I don't know. No. Okay, we get the weird thing about this framing is um well there's like a small subplot where he he's late for Christmas shopping on the, on Christmas Eve. Because of course he is. He hasn't shopped at all and it's Christmas Eve. So he's he's at Blooming Shales and he yep. does his last minute shopping but the line is too long so he's gotta have some, so he's like, hey kid uh, get these get these things wrapped for me and then he runs off to be in the play. Oh, I love the fact that he grabs the mannequin because he sees this dress <laughs> that would be great on Wilma it's the last and just one. grabs the mannequin and he's like, I want this and he's like, well you know, the Necklace doesn't come with it, and he's like, I'll take that too. <laughs> real like, saber tooth? This isn't real saber tooth, is it? What are you crazy? It's an endangered species. And, but he, he, do, he gets almost gets he does get stopped by the, the traffic cop, but he does make it to the play on time and because well, he's the lead. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't no. forbid you yeah. forget yeah. that he's, he's the lead. Oh god, he's got uh, he, he is so far yeah. up his own ass. He is like thinking he's so much better than everyone else because 
I am Scrooge. I am the star. And also That's the director of the play is your wife. That's a director. The stage manager. Stage manager. Yeah. Stage, all right, sure, whatever. Yeah. Was the director that, the script guy? Yeah. 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 I guess, but I'm just, uh, that whole thing, I'm just like, well, that's a conflict of interest if ever there was one. Right. <laughs> I wonder how you got that role, Fred. Can we get one part out of the way? Which one? How did they have Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? They almost... It's a goddamn it's mystery! It's a goddamn mystery! Who knows? <laughs> they, they do come very, very, like a hair width close to mentioning Jesus, but that's with the whole Tiny Tim was glad that he yep. they saw him in the church to remind him who healed How the... How do they have church? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't explain that either. Yeah. Who made the blind see? They never explain who is. It's I'm like, like, who, it's like, who made the blind, who made the blind see? <laughs> Cthulhu? <laughs> oh my god, what, what, what? Goddess Ra? The one the ones who walked before? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what kind of shitty Jesus rock pun would he be? Uh Jesus Quartz? Uh yeah. Jesus Crystal? <laughs> that, that's no, like a rock. Jesus Quartz, I think, works. Yeah. I'm gonna start using that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to confuse everybody in the yep. game. Yep. Jesus Quartz, what is wrong with you? I don't know anymore. Jesus Too much Flintstones. <laughs> Apparently when Xena, Warrior Princess, did one of these, they, they just went with Solstice <laughs> instead of Christmas. And that would make sense, yeah, honestly, because, you know, it's, 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 that, yeah, that makes perfect sense. They're not going to do no Jesus. No plot <laughs> I mean, if you're dealing with with the Greek and the Roman gods, solstice makes perfect sense. Yeah, but no, it's just it's this unexplained Christmas all over the place. Yeah, and and snow. Snow would not murdering the dinosaurs. Snow not murdering the dinosaurs, and nobody Actually. had shoes. Actually, the snow. What the snow was was pretty confusing because. Sometimes we're in the play, and we have the birds shaking their asses, littering their white feathers down for snow initially. But then we're, like, in the story where the ghosts are translucent and the snow could be rolled up into snowballs and falling in regular flakes. So it's not soap. It is not soap. Or potatoes. Or potatoes. Or Or asbestos. The feathers, oh, though, were kind of clever. I thought so, too. I didn't mention that. Yeah. I thought the feathers were clever. Um, it's a cute way of doing it. And like, okay, apparently, almost like everyone in town is in this play, Ex- yeah. unless they get the bedrock bug. Oh, yeah. the bedrock bug it makes them turn green and little bubbles flying around. Um, and that's how Wilma ends up getting in the, in the play. In uh, like five different roles, she's, she's <laughs> yeah. pulling a. Because uh, she's the only one who knows everything. She's pulling an Eddie Murphy. She's like every character. Yeah, she's um, like. <laughs> First, she gets to be the ghost of Christmas past, and then she gets yep. to be the fiance that Scrooge doesn't that turns back turns down Scrooge. And I think that's when Fred starts turning around about the whole "I'm an asshole who forgot my daughter at the daycare." Yeah, that's because he Cape notices that care. she's actually she's actually hurt. Like yeah. he's actually hurt her feelings. He wasn't taking it very seriously until he noticed that he actually hurt her. Yeah. Yeah, because like before that, all he's got in his head is like, I didn't knock over any of the scenery. She should be happy with me. Eyeballs is fine. She's <laughs> she's not kidnapped. She's right here. She was right there. She was fine. It's Barney fine. Got her. This yeah. is no big deal. She wasn't hurt. It's like that's not the point. And and a curtain. And when you're like, okay, so they're gonna have this set in the story world, but then a curtain comes down, and you get in between scenes. He has to change, and it's confusing, but. Oh, it's when this the fiance in the story dumps his ass. That's when he's all like, "I've been selfish," and he tries to go break into Blooming Shales to get the freaking presents because they closed early. But I like the fact that he realizes it's Wilma and he keeps calling her Wilma he does. and calling the others like the character the, name, the character name, and then do that. But nobody else realizes it except for the script reader, mm-hmm. the director. Like, like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Brickins. Yeah, yeah. Brickins is just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like at this point, like Brickins, just let voiced it by John Reese Davies. <gasps> Sliders. He was Sala and Indiana Jones and uh, and Gimli, son of Gloin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So we've got, let's see, the Ghost of Christmas feet. It's kind of follows the story pretty yeah. standard. It does. I, mean, I think it actually they actually use some of the uh, yeah the actual like lines from the movie. Yeah, yeah. They changed, from the uh, book. I mean, they changed Scrooge's nephew's name from Fred for obvious reasons to Nick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the names are all rock puns. So instead of Cratchit, it's Craggit. Yeah. Uh, instead of Marley, it's Marbly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically the yeah, almost basically word for word the the, the actual Christmas story. Story, yeah. yeah with except the that it left out changes. my favorite line. Yeah. Oh? There's yeah, there's more of gravy than of grave about you. Oh. <laughs> they left that part out. Well, he wasn't I, even eating; he was eating gruel yeah, all alone. And change yeah. it to gruel is like you could just be a spot of mustard. I really of undigested beef. <laughs> up a little if you're so rich Scrooge and eat at least eat some oatmeal well, usually he Jeez. does that's, that's yeah. the thing he usually yeah. does eat better yeah I, I liked the <laughs> animation of the points like especially with Jacob Marley how like Jacob Marley is tied down he's, in the past mm-hmm. yeah. but he's tied down and he he's has a slate. ghost safe t- tied yes. to his chains yeah. the fact when he flies out the window the ghost safe keeps him in for a second and he has mm-hmm. to pull the chain back so I, he can still fly away have you seen the Muppet Christmas Carol no, no. Oh, they do very well with the chains and the lockboxes. It's, really? it's it's a big thing. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, yeah. In <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, Marley yeah. is actually Statler and Waldorf, so it's actually the Marley brothers. Oh. But, yeah, that's one, that's one minor picture. thing they change, but it's, you know, it's how you oh. get the two of them into the movie. That'd be great. I'm, I'm in. Do they banter? Oh, yeah. They do. Excellent. <laughs> Um, uh, and then we get to the future, who we don't know who it is, except that it has a suspicious dinosaur tail underneath that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. white poncho thing. Although, wait, hold on, the cop was in yeah. the Ghost of Christmas Future at Blooming Shales. Yeah. For some reason to, I don't know, give Fred a heart attack or something. I, I'm, yeah. I kind of started to lose the plot. <laughs> Light yeah. coming out of his face. Yeah, yeah, that is like... He didn't yeah. arrest him, though. He just dropped yeah. him back off. They had a really funny bit, though. I was, that's why I like the Flintstone puns, is that the silent alarm is just a bird that comes out and shh and leaves. <laughs> and flies away, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's just perfect. It's... <laughs> so the the future ghost, who is not Wilma this time, yeah, not Wilma, um, and has a dinosaur tail yeah. uh, underneath, <laughs> doesn't talk or anything, but does a remarkably sh- good dog. Yeah, yes, <laughs> but does show the the grave. It's shows the grave. Shows oh, and the people whole... like robbing his house yeah. and taking his curtains and, and his cufflinks. And nobody's sad that he's dead. Yeah. It's like, come on, Scrooge, you know you know it's you in that grave. You know you're the dead guy. Come on. Yeah. There's no big reveal here. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It's like the Beavis and Butthead, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it's like the world's better without you. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get to the Beavis and Butthead version of this. <laughs> oh, is that, that one is so fucking good. I'm like dead and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it does turn out that it was Dino. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, bedrock bug. Yeah. 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 Everybody gets sick of everything. And yeah. You keep constantly Roman hearing him yeah. off camera. There's a weird part, though, I don't know if it was really needed, was the. The love interest part was like the big hipped, big boobed blonde from the office. Yeah. And you know, it's like okay, like obviously it's gonna I'm make you. Know, the love scene. And yeah. she's all about like yeah. making out with Fred. It's like, really? Yeah. Wow. That one? Yeah. Him? yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise isn't born yet, so you know that's not the be- that's not the hardest way to go. Like, see, really? Like you know, do that? Really? See. see. This is why Red Dwarf is so yeah. so right. I'd go with Betty, yeah, but I'd be thinking of Wilma. Wilma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I saying? She'll never leave Fred, you know it. I think in all probability, Wilma Flintstone is the most desirable desirable woman who ever lived. That's good. I thought I was going strange. She's incredible. What do you think of Betty? Well, I would go with Betty. But I'd be thinking of Wilma. <laughs> this is stupid. We're talking about going to bed with Wilma Flintstone. You're right. We're nuts. This is an insane conversation. She'd never leave Fred, and we know it. (laughs) I want to know why some of them have whites to their eyes and some don't. Uh, Yeah, this is animation. 
Because Ned is terrifying when he's just pupils. Yeah. Yeah. But think about it. Betty's got whites to her eyes. Yeah. Alma doesn't. But, um... uh, The dead eyes... Like a doll's eyes. Wilma doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Pebbles doesn't either. Nope. Well, that kind of makes sense. She's a yeah. baby, so she have more small features. So Bam Bam does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What if there's some kind of hideous race war in their past over this? <laughs> now I'm just and thinking of Rick and Morty with the, like the nipple-based the, uh, race war. Well, the, the Flintstones <laughs> and the Rubbles are the like, are like the, the piece because each of them like Barney doesn't have doesn't have whites to his eyes. Yeah. Like Barney doesn't have sclera, but Betty does. Yeah. Whereas Wilma doesn't have them, but Fred does. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like the piece of this of this world. <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking way too much about the goddamn Flintstones. You are. <laughs> You should read the comic. That's what I was going to say. That that day. Yeah, that comic was really good. <laughs> we participated in a genocide, Barney. That, 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 that one is, yeah, those where the Floodstones get dark and realistic. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, and the appliances are all, re- they get recycled to feed other appliances. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. It gets dark and it gets quite interesting. And I think the elephant vacuum cleaner has an existential crisis. <laughs> well, Something mean, like you? that. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Now I want to see a crossover with Rick and Morty. It's like, oh no, the sh- the showers, uh, the showers become a nihilist. Uh... Oh, good, you're clean. Now go. How would he work? Doesn't matter anyway. We're all gonna die to an asteroid. <laughs> and now Thanks, you're a fortune teller. <laughs> Maybe they saw it on dinosaurs. Brain the size of a planet, and they've got me fetching people. You call that, you call that job, job satisfaction? Because I don't. But I, I think his, his, his Fred's total turnaround comes when he starts improving and he grabs Wilma to be the. His, uh, like, hey, I recognize you, fiance. Yeah. Because now his, she's. Yeah, his complete turnaround comes right the fuck out of nowhere, too. Yeah, it's kind of. Not quite as earned as in the no, original. Not even remotely. Because no. nah. we all know he's just going to be a dickbag tomorrow, too. But right. it's more earned than what happens in the Jetsons. Yes. But the Jetsons are playing with 22 minutes here. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it has to be done very quick, and it's mostly centered around the, Mr. Space. The Jetsons was was a little bit weird because of the, the setup to it, yeah. I thought. Hmm. Yeah, that had to be done very, very quick. I, I agree. This is a dream sequence based. Yeah. Yes. Um, just which a, makes sense in a way because that's yeah. that's more towards the you know the real. Um, yeah, it's towards the original a little bit yeah. more. Either you're gonna be in a Christmas Carol play or you're gonna have a dream sequence. Yeah. Probably. Either way, it's the only way it's gonna work. I. Hmm. I don't think the I think we were saying it too like the uh, the, fu- the the ghost of the future or the robots of the future <laughs> of the future present in the past like Go- in the Jetsons ghost version robots yeah it's they the they weren't of, really like it's the ghost of cri- of Christmas yeah. past from the future yeah they weren't really that great I looked at it I'm like yeah it was kind of rushed well like I yeah. said it's, it's, I still think Aqua Teen Hunger Force did the robot better <laughs> Yeah. They only did, like, oh, half man. of the episode. Yeah. With, yeah, I do now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mo- half of it, the other half is about setup. It's setup, oh, but oh. it's like about, it's like a Christmas setup, and then the back half of it is the Christmas Carol part. Yeah. Details, uh, this is 1985. I guess season one is like the 60s, and yes. season two is, happens in 1985. <laughs> in the futuristic year of <laughs> 2002. No, that's not the actual year it takes place. That's just I know, but I couldn't, I couldn't resist. That was excellent, though. Referencing my one of my favorite cartoons. <laughs> um, but yeah, we... <laughs> notice that instead of the Flintstones had blooming shales, this one had booning dales. Yeah. Yep. And if Judy oh, wants yeah. an appropriate choice for Christmas wear, get an ugly Christmas sweater. Come on. Yeah. 
Just yeah. the times. And it was the eighties. Ugly Christmas sweaters weren't a thing. Oh, they, they were, were just, just normal, normal. Yeah. <laughs> sweaters. Yeah, just ugly. Yeah. <laughs> they were just sweaters. They were sweaters. And probably day glow orange too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I just seriously, I remember some of the stuff my sister used to wear. Jesus Christ! I know. Teddy yeah. bears. Right Patches <laughs> of teddy bears. Yeah, yeah, I grew up during the nineties. Our uh, our fashion yeah, choices were so not that much better. So you didn't no. have an older sister that, no. that grew up in the eighties. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had an older I had an older cousin, but yeah. I didn't see Jess all that much. It's not the yeah. same. But the, yeah. the hair was very feathered. Yes. Yeah. Teased, way teased. Mm-hmm. My sister Feather responsibly. My sister wore this shirt because it, it made her feel like she was smart and looked rich. <laughs> but the shirt said "bum." Yep. yep. All the time, and it's just like bum that's equipment. the irony of bum it. Yep. It makes me feel like I'm smart, but it says "bum." That was before <laughs> the Gap sweatshirts yeah. probably yes. took their place. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Or starter. Starter, jackets. Oh, uh, Nike jackets. So did I. We all did. I think mine might still be at my parents' house. Yeah. And mine was oh, the Seattle. Oh, mine is long since gone. Yeah. The Seattle Supersonics. Yeah. Cause when I, I had I was, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. It was Seattle Supersonics because at that point I was obsessed with Seattle. I don't know why. I just was. Were you into grunge? Kinda. Then that's why you were obsessed with Seattle. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had an assortment of flannel. Yep. That's why you were. That's why you were obsessed with Seattle because you don't drink coffee. No. So that's why you were obsessed with. Don't Seattle. drink coffee, and I'm not a big fan of rain, so it had to be grunge. Yeah. But to be fair, or nowadays kale. Um, but to be fair, uh, we we do get an early picture of Space Lee is doesn't give a shit about Christmas and he's all about the money. Yeah. Because I mean, while the family goes Christmas shopping and Rosie makes nog with what the fuck is in that nog? Because it know. makes her high as <laughs> she is drunk. Rosie is drunk, so if she's actually doing eggnog the way spiked eggnog works. That's a lot of fucking rum. It's got poly water in it. <laughs> It's peyote. <laughs> Nobody wants if to it, drink it because it's peyote. If it wipes out a robot, I mean, come on. It's poly water. <laughs> that, was, that was what that thing from Star Trek was, right? Yeah. When even Data got drunk? Like, that episode one? I remember it. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. you stumped Dan, and that's, ah! like, impossible. The first season of, of Next Gen wasn't great, so I don't remember very much of it. That's still, yeah. like, crazy to me that it's you, don't, good, that you yeah. don't know this. It's not great, yeah, but it's still good. The main data drinking thing I remember is when he got his emotion chip, and yeah. he was drinking oh, something no, in the bar, and he's like, oh, well, it looks like you hate it. Yes, it's, I hate it. It's revolting. This is horrible. <laughs> you want some more? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's revolting. I want no, more. this is the one yeah. where they did a, a rehashed uh, original series plot where everyone gets drunk and it's something to do with the water. Uh, okay, I have to look I that up again. Or I say, for the first couple, like before Riker got his beard, I don't remember too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because the, the, the show sucked and then Riker got a beard and it's just like, all right, now it's better. Growing the beard. Oh, Frank's Riker yeah. got his beard, Data got a cat, and everything was fine. <laughs> I, and I swear that Rosie says jismus. When, 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 she's, when she gets drunk on this nog. She might say it. She <laughs> like might. cheery jismus. <laughs> um, but, yeah, push, uh, poor uh, George has got to work late on Christmas Eve because Spacely's mm. an asshole. Yeah. He's got to work late pushing a single button. Yeah. That's his oh, job. No. The sprockets has to, the, the uh, sprockets have to be sold. This is the best time of year to get it out there. And they all have to be out because we're going to make money. And speaking of sprockets. But if it's Christmas Eve, you would have had to ship them already. Yeah. Right? All right. Huh. Yeah. Maybe get a jump on the next year. But um, Astro swallows the sprocket because Astro's kind of a jerk and opens up his present early, and it's a robot cat. What if that robot cat has sentience? Come on! I hope not, because he's... Well, it didn't matter, because it died pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, that was... He straight up murdered it. Upsetting, yeah. maybe? <laughs> but he does swallow a gear from the sprocket from the cat, and... And it makes him so sick that he's dying. It looks yeah. like he's got the bedrock bug, too. Yes, he turns, it does. He turns actually green. Yeah. Yep. And then I fell asleep, so I don't remember much else. <laughs> yeah, this was a part that really bothered me because Astro I always liked because this was like I always wanted a 
you know, you, know, you guys, talking have, dog? you know, but I've always wanted a talking dog, and I always wanted to be able to do that. But when he's like, "Well, I'm dying," and I'm like, "No, no, like, no, Astro, you can't." Yeah, I was just like. Okay, where are we going with this? Right. Like, at yeah. this point, I was just like, uh. He's okay. the tiny Tim, basically. No, I get yeah. it. It's just like one of those. That's when the dream sequence starts. We're 10 minutes into the episode. Yeah. And that's when this dream sequence is going to start with, with the Christmas yeah, card. That, that is true. That's why I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. We're He's, 10 minutes into this episode, and we have not seen nothing of the Christmas Carol so far. Right. Except for George, you, mentions, George having to work late. I, oh, I hope he gets visited by a ghost. Yeah, but other than that, like it's they're talking about Christmas shopping and outfits and being very, Rosie very stereotypical of... Mom spends all the money. Mom's the homemaker, and she spends all Dad's money, and Dad's always broke. Mm. Like that's that's the only real thing I got from the first half, and then the second half is like, oh, so this is a weird spin on uh, on this, where he's gonna lose all his money because they're gonna sue him. <laughs> I see. Oh, you, yeah. you picked that up, right? I didn't pick that up until. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna lose. He basically he sees this as. If he doesn't let George go home to fix this, he's going to lose all his own money to them because they're going to sue him. So in order to keep his greed, he lets him go home. That's the part that really bugged me about this. Yeah, it's completely backwards. There's no no lesson to be learned here. Actually, I feel like that's the way they should have gone. Hilariously cynical, but I feel like at the end they kind of made him change, but... It was totally unearned change. Like it wasn't oh, actually yay. a change, though. Because I wasn't was, sure. It, it's not a change. He just realized that if he didn't do that, he was going to lose money. That's what I was hoping they were doing to, yeah. you know, yeah, because um, that would be cynically funny and appropriate. It, it mean for for the there not to be a lesson, just to be funny. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They they took they didn't. There's no lesson to be learned here, guys. What have, what have we learned here today, kids? Don't let not your, a damn not thing. nothing. You learn absolutely nothing. <laughs> Did you notice uh, at the um, let's see? Yeah, I, I wasn't too keen on the ghost designs. Yeah. I was like, damn, the past shouldn't be a weird floaty robot head thing. It should yeah. be a freaking enormous univac. Yeah. <laughs> And or the, HAL 9000. Yeah, and then the, I pre- can't do the that, George. present one I thought was way too literal. Yeah. Oh, that it, was funny. Yeah, it I'm, was funny, but it's still like, you expected almost ghost. like like Eddie from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Eddie. I mean, the, the onboard computer. Marvel. Uh, yeah. Oh, Marvel. Yeah. No. no, no, no. The onboard computer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Freddy onboard computer Eddie. <laughs> uh, Reaching okay. Magrathea. I just remember the doors that were very happy to open. Ah. (laughs) I don't know why that movie was a flop. It was good. Because extremely good. Because Douglas Adams wasn't alive to see it. Hey Ford, yeah Arthur. I think think I'm a sofa. sofa. And the best part of they redid the uh, fully form again, and then Martin Freeman in the background is still like pulling yarn out of his mouth. His mouth. Yeah, like, <laughs> I say I still pull a line from that movie. Yeah. Like, must be Thursday. Yeah. Can never get the end of Thursdays. Did you notice they were watching the Flintstones at the Flying Movie? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's like they knew we were going to be watching both, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's where we have the. Just a ver- all these are very very quick fire. Like uh, yeah. I did like the line of uh, you try the stratosphere level. The the air's thinner, but there's more parking. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just reminded me of one of like one of my favorite cartoons, Rocco's Modern Life. Yes, remember the episode where he goes to the mall and they just keep going up the uh, there's no parking and they keep going up the parking structure and they're going higher and higher. It's like the air is getting thin. And Heifer's like, my nose is bleeding! And just blood spreads. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they eventually park on the roof of the parking structure, and there's literally, like, Jetsons cars flying past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, basically, the, this one... Um, Should have taken Viagra. 
<laughs> this one doesn't follow the... On top the of a mountain with your two mates. Yep. <laughs> this one doesn't follow the uh, um, the story so closely, obviously, because it's no. working very quickly, but um, the first... Playing fast and loose with I the story. I do also like the fact that you actually get to see uh, Spacely's wife yeah. Oh, yeah. very briefly. Yeah, which wasn't shown that often <laughs> no. in the show. Right. Yeah, she was yeah. at the in the past, the flying yeah. movie. She takes the place of the fiancé, except yep. I guess she doesn't ditch him even no, though he loves money married. Yep. he still has yeah. a picture of her on his desk yeah. only she looks miserable yeah, the, until he kisses her picture and then it changes and that's then she's true. like ah! yeah. Yeah, it's true yeah, yeah, but a future the, the picture way, or a cartoon picture the way that that was played was basically like they had an understanding like Spacely is married to the money and her yes yeah. so it's like they understood so, so does she get to hump she, the money pretty much kind <laughs> of yeah like she, Man, she's kind of along for the ride that like he is really really rich yep so he's like, all right, I'll just, I'll just do that, and you know, but there is an understanding. He's like, money, wife, money. I remember one episode. I think he goes, money, wife, money, wife. How many money? Po- <laughs> how, how many pool boys has she gone through? Is my question. <laughs> mm. We don't think about those things. Oh no. <laughs> And this is in contrast oh. to how the whole deal with the fiance is supposed to dump his ass because he's too into the money. But yeah. she just kind of like I said, everything in this one is backwards. Yeah. Mm. I read right. somewhere the idea that the opposite of Christmas Carol is it's a wonderful life. <coughs> it is. It sort of is, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Christmas Carol, it's mostly the. Um, it's mostly the spirit showing Scrooge that, you know what, it'd be better if you weren't around, because you know what, you're a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did th- find it amusing that the ghost of Christmas present was a present. Yes, I thought <laughs> yeah, that was really it, funny. With little arms, robot arms inside. Yeah. Oh, it's a pun. Did, yeah, I know it's, it's a, a visual pun. pun. It did, didn't do much for me. You, yeah, you liked Marsley. You know, the, the alien Marley. I did, yeah. And I you liked all the Flintstones rock puns. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did, rock yeah. Puns. I did. I, I don't know. I just think I did, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm still puns like are hilarious, but... Oh, pun, puns would... can be hilarious, but some of those were just... Some of were drab, Some yeah. of them were yeah. dire. Yeah. I miss Beetlejuice. Oh, he was the yes. king of puns. That that was yes. a good cartoon. So he kept uh, cha- he kept changing shape almost almost against his own will. Yeah. God, but uh, in the, the present they go to the Jetsons' house and see. Uh oh, Astro can't get a vet and he might die. But Spacely still doesn't give a shit. Nope. It isn't until he gets to the future, which that computer was disappointing. It was just like a real tall, dark computer. Yeah. It's like it should be like a little tiny iPhone or. I don't know, bazillion nanobots forming the shape of a Grim Reaper. It's the monolith from two, from 2001. Oh. Effectively. Well, it had buttons oh. on it, but... I mean, okay. Think, it's like a big, like... Oh, yeah. It had buttons, sure, but it's essentially, the mon- it's essentially the monolith. I just pieced it all together. Yeah. Huh. But brings them to the mansion where the Jetsons live, and they're rich, but they only got that way from Sue and Spacely because, because Astro Astro's, died. Astro died from swallowing Tiny his Astro Tim. Uh, they, they didn't say die, but, you know, they They implied. Was, was that one of those times where they had they couldn't, the cartoons weren't allowed to say die? I'm going to make it you not alive. Because that was, Probably. I noticed that was in pretty stark contrast to the Flintstones. Well, they're still technically not allowed to say die. Ah. Um, because well, in the in one of the current runs of the Marvel Heroes for Kids that's on Disney, um, Deadpool is actually one of the characters. Mm. Which, if anybody knows about Deadpool, you know that that's yes. that's pushing it. And he but he the, cannot say that he kills people or that people he, have said, been killed. He, he, he says he's going to unalive unalive people. people. <laughs> and the the fun part about that version of Deadpool showing up in the kids show is that. Like Deadpool now, he is fully aware that he is in a kid's oh, show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's just like, yeah, I can't say the other thing, so we're going to unalive him. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say the other Because part. they're not allowed to say it. So that even now, I still I believe that so, they're yeah. not allowed to say, you know, Deadpool dead in that show is basic but, or kill. Deadpool in that show is basically like Gurr from the Vader's Inn. Yes. Neat. <laughs> But uh, I did notice in the Flintstones they did straight up talk about death and dying, and 
They yeah, only that. showed dead, you know, dead Scrooge's toe, and it was blue. Yes. <laughs> Big blue toe. And then Bob shouted something about Tarantino. Well, and, and for, oh, yeah, I missed that point. Yeah. For what it's worth, the Flintstones, of, the Flintstones movie was made later than yeah. the Jetsons ones. So just Jetson one. About ten years later, yeah. About ten years later, and... Um, uh, 1994 versus 1985. Yeah. yeah, it was mostly quoting the the story as yeah. well. Because, you know, that's in the story. You can't really get away from it. Right. Um, I just thought it was kind of interesting. And Spacely doesn't even die in this future vision either. He no. just... No. He's oh, what just, a shame. He's just poor. He's just poor. Yeah. And dumped. Well, I think he got dumped. Yes. You get, yep, poor and divorced. Yeah. yeah. To, to him, Alone, that's worse than Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we is. don't even yeah. get to see people steal his stuff or nothing, or yeah. even a grave. It's just, oh yeah, by the way, you're poor. We don't see was, anything. That <laughs> was funny in That's the like Flintstone bit. Exposition. Yeah, the Flintstone <laughs> bit though, where they were trying, they were going back and like, okay, here's the blanket. I peel it off him. He's not going to need it where he's going. <laughs> oh my Only bit of warmth he ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> But um, then he wakes up and doesn't question at all how his that he might have psychic powers because Astro really is sick, and he brings a vet over right away and presents. So that's why I was confused because it makes it look like he's changed, but that's not appropriate. He should only be doing this because he doesn't want to get his ass sued. And that's yeah. that's just it. It's like he brought the presents. It's a distraction. All right. Yeah, so yeah. Like you, you brought the vet to save Astro, and they don't notice that there's a sprocket that was pulled out of him. Yeah. It was just, oh, look, there's, oh, look, Astro's okay, and there's presents! And they open the presents, and <laughs> everybody kind of ignores the fact that it was a sprocket that Astro Jetson, swallowed. It's because the Jetsons are very easily distracted. They're also oh, yeah. very they highly, they're very highly materialistically motivated. Yeah. Yeah. True. Late stage capitalism. Yes. Yeah. So that was a nice cynical twist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, you got Jane stealing most of his wallet and leaving him a dollar. That that annoys me. Yeah. But then again, that's the, the sign of the times. So yeah. But I, I liked Elroy's line at the beginning. He's like, eh, I guess I can live without it, but not happily. Not happily. <laughs> <laughs> the sign of every young boy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well. Do. So now what? Yeah. Uh, Who's got the fantasy casting? And I'm introduced this new element. Everybody is Wilma. Hell. Yes. <laughs> I watched that. It's a, it's, it's a straight up Eddie Murphy movie. Everyone is Wilma. Show us how the dice work. Okay. So there's a new part of this since Max left us with these dice. We roll these dice, and when we reach a number higher than 20, but hopefully not to hit 20, 220s or else the time cop comes back. Roll the dice and see if it works. And we, if right, we do so that, it does change the movie. So everybody is Wilma? Everybody is Wilma. Everybody is Wilma. And that rolls 15. 33. Everybody yeah. is Wilma. Everybody is Wilma. Uh, so now what do we do? Any others? Uh, hmm. Well, you know, my, my common thing is like if you put Christopher Walken in your movie, it instantly makes it better. Really? It's also on the so set. is he Wilma? Well, I don't. I don't know who he would be. Of course, if you put Danny Trejo in a movie, that also makes the movie about three hundred percent better. <laughs> I was thinking Christopher Walken as Wilma. And Danny Trejo. <laughs> Danny Gee. Trejo is Fred. Is Fred. Fred. And Christopher Walken as Wilma because that would just be fucking weird. Let's see. What do I do, Fred? Seventeen uh, and fourteen. That's that's a, damn close. It's a thirty-one. <laughs> so apparently that also works. Yay! <laughs> Everybody's hey, Wilma, I'm and that Scrooge. means everybody. That means everybody is Christopher Walken. <laughs> Yay! I win. Ah, it's like a <laughs> at least house of mirrors. Well, yeah, I'm just picturing the the weapon of choice <laughs> video, but it's just like every time he moves, it just leaves copies of him behind. <laughs> It's like multiple. It's like multiple uh, walking. Is he playing Wilma or is Wilma playing him? Playing yes. Yes. Wilma. Yes. Yes. I gotta because get ready. Wilma section. I gotta get ready. Let's get ready for our love scene. Jelly donut. God, that's so bad. Jelly donut. <laughs> Oh, no. it almost How about Tarantino him. directing? <laughs> Tarantino. He could be Brickens. 
It almost makes me wish. <laughs> okay. It almost makes me wish I was good at Photoshop. I That's know. a 17. 17, Plus 21. Four. Yeah, that die yeah. has consistently been coming up 17. I'm going to steal that on Tuesday. No, that's mine now. Fuck you. No. Yeah. You're not so, allowed. Oh. You got short arms. Uh, you that. each no. get ah. one. Damn it. <laughs> but it's the, it's the rainbow one that's been rolling good. I've been trying to kill you guys for weeks. So I only managed to get Lyle. Everyone is Wilma. Everyone is ter- is Christopher Walken. And it's directed by Tarantino. Directed by Tarantino. So expect more blue toes. Oh, wait a minute. That explains why everybody's freaking barefoot. Everyone's barefoot. There you go. It just bothered me because... Okay. All right. The, the whole everyone being the barefoot... the bedrock bug. The, everyone being <laughs> barefoot fountain. bothered me so bad because it's just cold and... and but it's the snow feathers. But, no, but... There was real snow in the real world. Uh, outside of the theater, and everyone's still walking around barefoot. It's just like, that's freaking cold, man. How come those dinosaurs aren't dead yet? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I walk, I walk around a lot for my job. It's kind of what I do. And anything having to do with, like, foot issues, like, we, yeah. we mentioned this during, during Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, foot injuries oh, and whatnot. Yes. I can't do. I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. But, like, freezing and like frostbite and stuff like that on the toes just like no I can't do it it's all distracting because everyone's barefoot nah. what about Chino <coughs> being barefoot because he's a dog well I feel bad for him we feel yeah. bad for him but we make sure we bring him back inside you ever yeah. put little booties on him we, um, we've attempted to put something on his feet and, and he, he does the typical dog thing where he tries to shake them off yeah. and yeah. then he can't walk. Yeah, so then yes. he just kind of lays down and just like, help me. He also doesn't like wearing any type of clothing. Nope. You try to put a jacket on him and he just looks at you like, what the hell are you doing? Today? <laughs> the tutu was adorable. We did put a tutu on him once and Aww. it was so cute and he was so mad. I took a picture of him with this look on his face like, father, why have you betrayed me so? It was like, it was a fairy costume. It had yes. Wings on it and a tutu. Yep. He was unhappy. He looks fine in his barbarian harness. Yep. He can be put barbarian. a bow tie on him for Christmas, I think. Yep. <laughs> Get him like a red bow tie so it yeah. Yes. Yeah, my sister does that to her dogs. Actually, puts them, you know, she has Rotties. Yeah. They, oh, put bo- they put bow ties on them and they're just looking at Picture it. a Rottweiler yeah. and a tutu. Yeah. We do I've have one. We do have I brought yeah, him to I have the, a few pictures of yes, it. Yeah. Yep. I brought him to the groomer a couple weeks ago. When he came back out, they had tied like this bandana around his neck, and he's just like, "Hey, I'm standing here." And they they said he was a hunk. Right, <laughs> 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 oh, buddy. The ladies man. at the groomer love you. Said you are a hunk. Oh, I would not recommend dressing cats, though. No, no. no. I used to. Oh, well, except Teeny. Yeah. I'm gonna say loved it. I'm gonna say if you do that. Just check your shoes in the morning. Yeah. I used to dress. I used to dress one of my cats in t-shirt, like uh, infant t-shirts and stuff. Oh. He loved it. He had no no problems with it. What's it? Pudgy? I was gonna say best no, or Pudge? Pudge. Best. Best would not deal with that. No. Nah. Nudge does not. Yeah. Did not. Yeah, we put Teeny in like a but little. Teeny, like, yes, when he was a kid. You put him in like a little fifties collar shirt. <laughs> you put him on in there, and he'd walk around like I have a shirt on. <laughs> I had one cat that had no problems with it, and the other cat was just like, what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> that was also the phantom cat, right? Best, Best would be the teleporting cat. cat. He, he was he was definitely a teleporter. And just out of nowhere, it's like, there's a cat in my I'd life. be sitting, I'd be sitting, when I'd come home from work, I'd sit on the couch, I'd watch TV for five seconds, and I'd look down, and there's a cat sitting on my lap. I have no recollection of him getting there. I have no <laughs> recollection of actually feeling him on my lap. But he's there, and he's looking at me like, hey. He's like, what's up? Where did you come from? Are we doing a separate uh, fantasy casting for Jetsons? What do you, what if what anyone can do? think of anything. I mean, I've got nothing on that one. Honestly, the, the Flintstones, uh, yeah. Flintstones, like, special had more meat to it, I thought. Yes. The Jetsons well, it's also one, longer. Yeah. It, yeah, but the Jetsons one was just, it was just an episode, and it just didn't quite, like, it granted, I missed half of it because I was half asleep, but I kept kind of waking up and seeing random things like, Oh, that's a robot face, and he's doing. Yeah. The... yeah. It was just a little too. Like I said, it was. It felt disjointed because it was only like 
half and half. Yeah. It was it was a little odd to me. Absolutely agree. Yeah. It's, it's tough to do it in a plot and a B plot when you got twenty two minutes. Yeah. Right. They should have stuck with one. Yeah. It would have been much easier if they had just done the he's going to work, the, they're going Christmas shopping, not even talk about the kids and the wife going Christmas shopping, going directly to work and then like the last fifteen minutes doing the actual uh, dream sequence. Yeah. And while during the dream sequence, cut to them going home, and uh, and the dog playing with the the sprocket thing and swallowing it, and then cut back. Right. They, they yeah, could have done it that way. Like yeah. it, like in the commercial break, they could have yeah. done that where they come home from shopping. Yeah. And they give and the dog well, is already. Well, I mean the Jetsons are also there. It was made really cheaply no, too. No, I know. So. I know. There's a cheap Hanna Barbera products. They, well, they, all they were, can't but, all know, be Yogi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Sadly, we didn't need to see Rosie get high. That was funny. Uh, but that, that was, was funny. The best, to me, that was the best part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cheery Jismas, one and all. She's my favorite character, too. So. Oh, yeah. So, while, while we're on the topic of like future stuff, you're saying like she said like Cherry Jismas or whatever? Something like that. There's a little bit of uh, trivia. Did you know in the Star Wars universe there is a type of music that is quite literally called jizz music? Oh dear. <laughs> I am absolutely not making this up. It's the music they play in the cantina is called jizz music. J-I-Z-Z. Oh dear. Oh my god, who made Be- that because up? Because George Lucas is terribly unaware of anything. Nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you come along and listen to this? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, so at this point, we have Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. Uh, you follow us on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram. DM us with any uh, suggestions you want to do for who wants to hear us go through. By all means, we'd love to hear it. Um, have a wonderful, wonderful time. And please be safe this season while everybody's going out getting stuff. Or maybe you just want to go to, you know, get your stuff on Amazon or whatever. Tip your postman. Yes. And have a cheery jismas. Yeah. <laughs> Tip your postman. So we were sign off with this one and also by request. Be good. Take care of yourself. Robert F. Omelia, thank you.